Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. Today, I'm going to teach you about the basics of SEO. We're going back to the start, back to Business 101, and I want to break down what SEO is because it is still wildly misunderstood, and for some reason, people think that it's something that you have to be technical to understand, perhaps because it comes with building your website more often than not, and that's the same camp that it gets bundled into, but it really is quite simple and quite important to understand what it is and how to use it, especially as a small business owner or an entrepreneur, because there are two ways to grow a business when you're selling something. You can ease you can either sell a product, you can go outbound, you can call customers, you can email them, you can reach out to them on LinkedIn, and you can find different ways to sell your product, or you can get your customers to come to you. And SEO is part of the strategy that will get your customers to come to you. And if you're thinking about traditional like traditional business lingo, when you reach out to customers, that's called outbound, outbound sales, uh, outbound marketing, whatever it may be. And when your customers come to you, that's called inbound or demand generation. And SEO is part of that inbound. There's other components to inbound, but SEO is a major part. So I want to walk through what the basics of SEO is, what it is, what it isn't, and some tips on how to get started. So first, we're going to start with the acronym. So search engine optimization. So what search engine optimization really is at its core is it is you having a website that has keywords that the person who you would like to buy your product is searching for. So if they're searching for where to find a new dog and they want to go purchase a dog and you're selling dogs and you're a pet store, your website should have keywords that are focused on finding dogs. But at its core, SEO is really just the process of affecting the visibility of your website or your webpage on a search engine with unpaid results. What this means is that you are putting content on your website that is allowing more people to find you. At its core, that's all it is. It's putting content on your website that allows more people to find you. Now, you may be asking, how does putting certain content allow people to find me easier? Well, to answer that question, first, we have to discuss how Google works. And we're going to use Google as an example because it is the largest search engine in the world. And if you can figure out how to use Google, you will get more than enough traffic. There are other search engines, one of them being Bing. Yahoo used to be a search engine. You can go all the way back and go to Ask Jeeves, uh, which was another search engine. But Google is the search engine that we really have to worry about. So how SEO works is when you put certain words, when you literally write certain words. So if you're writing a blog, you're using certain words on your website, or if you're writing the title of a blog, or if you're using headers on your website to help customers navigate and find certain things like in your menu and whatnot, or even just titles on pages. When you use certain words there, what Google is going to do is Google's going to take a look at your site, and that's called indexing. So Google's going to take a look at your site, and it looks at your site every couple every couple days, and that's that's what indexing is. And then it it's going to take a scan of your site, and it's going to basically take a record of all the words that are on your site, and then it's going to say, okay, so I found this site has uh, the word purchase a dog 13 different times on the website. And once it does that, it's going to say, okay, so that means there's a really good chance that this site is about purchasing a dog. And what it's going to do is when somebody searches, I need to purchase a dog, Google is going to say in the search results, oh, I have the perfect website for you because I know that a lot of the copy and the content on the website is about purchasing a dog. And that is an extreme oversimplification, but that's essentially what SEO is at its very core. And your goal 
as either somebody who is a marketer or even a founder, if you don't have a team yet, is to find a way to make sure that Google always puts your site in front of the right people that are looking for your product or your service. And then the next step is to make sure that Google shows your website in priority or first when somebody searches for a product or service. And if you ever hear the term getting on the first page of Google, that's what it's doing. It's not just letting the people who are searching for your product find your page because your page is relevant for them. It's trying to get it onto the first page of Google so that they have a better chance of seeing it. Because if you actually look at the stats, the majority of people, and I don't have a number in front of me, but the majority of people only look on the first page of Google. So this is what Google is at its core. Now, one other point that I wanted to touch on, because I mentioned one thing, search engine optimization or SEO is about getting free traffic because Google and many other platforms also allow you to pay to have your business listed as a result at the top of, say, first page or second page. You can pay for that. And you'll notice that when you go to Google and you search a topic, there will be several results that show right at the top of the page that say add beside them. Now, those are paid search results. Now, that's fine. You can do that, but that's going to cost you. And again, we're trying to help you get your business off the ground and we're not trying to bankrupt you day one. So for this conversation, we're focusing on unpaid or free. Now, if you're going to ask why you should care about SEO, well, SEO done well means that the right people will be finding your website and the right people will be going to your website and there will be something called intent because they're searching for your website and they found your website. Now there's some reason why they're searching for your website. That's intent. And that means that there's a good chance that they could be looking to buy your product or your service. So SEO leads to traffic and that traffic comes with purchase intent. And that means that they may be looking to buy your product or service. Now there are other, there are other components to SEO. So it's not just about keywords. There are things that Google looks for when directing people to your site. So it will try and figure out how popular your site is, how reputable your site is, how user-friendly your site is, how much content on your site is unique to you versus potentially copied from another site. If you are trying to game the system or trick the system, as many people try and do with a variety of techniques, it's gonna try and figure that out and limit traffic to your site. So you do wanna play within the rules. And the rules that Google plays by are high quality, relevant information that is directly tied to the searcher's query. So it is not looking for junk. It is not looking for spam. It's not going to recommend your site if you just have the word buy a dog now repeated again and again and again 500 times on your website. It's not going to improve your ranking. So it is a very smart machine. Google is incredibly smart and it is all about high quality relevant information. The other things that I mentioned which could indicate how likely Google is to recommend your website could be, for example, how long people stay on your website, how many different pages they go to on your website once they get to your homepage, indicating that they're researching and looking into more on your website. They also consider the loading speed of your website and whether or not it's uh, user-friendly and mobile-friendly. So can somebody look at your website on their phone, on their cell phone? Also, of course, the content itself. So if you're writing a lot of keywords, are is the content original? Is it something you wrote? Or is it a copy-paste from another website? And Google will hurt your website and, rem- and lower your rankings if you are trying to game the system and just copy content. Other ways that it can find how reputable your site is is something called a backlink or a link between a site. So for example, if you have... Uh, 
links on your website. If you have other, sorry, if you have other reputable websites, link back to your site. And these are called backlinks. And you'll see a lot of people that work in SEO say, I can get you high quality backlinks. That's saying that a more reputable site, a company like, for example, Forbes or Wall Street Journal or any other any other site it could be walmart it could be uh it could be a university an educational institution a high quality site that's reputable is it linking to your site that means that that high quality site trusts your site so that must mean that your site has good quality content um there are other things that impact a site but i would say the most important things are the things i just mentioned so let's just double down and ex- explain some of those main items that impact seo a little bit further each one of them could be a very extensive conversation, but I'll just try and give you a high level. So first, the most important is the keywords. So the keywords are literally the main words that you're going to be using in your titles, in your content that have to do with the target audience that you're trying to get to visit your website. So the things that impact your keywords that you should look for, and there are several tools that can look for keywords for you, such as Ahrefs, Google Search Console, uh, KeywordTool.io, Moz Keyword Explorer, uh, SEO Cockpit. There's a lot of keyword search tools, and you can actually Google and find one. But when you use these tools, what you're going to be looking for is a couple factors. So the search volume, so how many people are actually searching for this keyword, the relevance, how relevant is it to the product you're selling and to your potential audience, and the competition. How many other people, how many of your competitors are also putting this keyword all over their website? So those are the main things that you have to look for. And most keyword search tools will give you data points on those factors. And after you have those data points, then it's just a matter of looking at the data and understanding and weighing out the relevance, the search volume, and the competition. And then you're going to choose the keywords that you're going to try and use on your website. And keywords don't always have to be a word. There's also something called a long tail keyword, which is really just a sentence a grouping of words. So whenever you write blogs, whenever you have titles on your website, you're always going to try and use those keywords. If you write a blog, uh, you could have one to 2% of the blog be that keyword, meaning that that keyword is repeated and you're going to massage the words so that you keep using that keyword. And if you do this again and again over your entire website, that's when Google starts indexing, remember from before, and starts understanding that that is the content that is on your website. The second piece that we spoke about is usability of your site. This is sometimes referred to as on-page optimization. So this includes whether or not your site loads well, is user-friendly, is mobile optimized so that somebody can use it on their phone and loads quickly. So these are there are some more technical things that you would have to understand to be able to do this effectively, but know that it is important that your website, if you're looking at it on a computer, does it load properly? If you're looking at it on a phone or a variety of different types and sizes of phones and tablets, does it look and, and work well? And does it load quick? So you can actually use a tool called uh, gtmetrics.com. You can go to uh, PageSpeed Insights from Google Developers. You can go to uh, Pingdom Tools. I think the domain is tools.pingdom.com. These and many others can all give you a really good read on how your site is performing. If you go to Google and you type site load speed test, you will probably have about 20 different tools that you can use. And they're going to be very clear and give you very uh, actionable recommendations as to how you can improve your site speed, which directly impacts your SEO. And then lastly, you want to think about your titles. Your titles on your website are important. So think about the titles of your website. Think about the titles of your blogs. Think about 
the titles of different pages, they should, again, include your keywords. And titles are just weighted slightly higher because that is the overarching theme of the page or the website. So when Google scans, it's going to notice that your titles have certain words in them. So just think about that when you uh, think about putting your keywords or placing your keywords on the website. And then lastly, the links. So I was talking about backlinks. Backlinks are things that you have to get. So if you write great content, there's a good chance that other websites may link back to your website if they want to tag you or if they want to use a quote or whatnot. Now, if you don't have people organically and naturally sharing content and linking back to your website, then you're going to have to do some work. So there are several ways Ways, really what you'd want to do is you can do some guest blogging. So you can do guest blogs, write guest blogs for other websites and ask for a backlink and always ask for a do follow backlink, meaning that uh, the site that hosts your guest blog is going to link back to your website. You can also use a really great tool that I like to use for backlinking. There's again, a million and one things that we can talk about backlinking. So don't, don't think that this is it, but this is just a great start. I use a tool called Harrow or help a reporter out. And what that is, is it is reporters that are looking to write articles on notable news sites. So they need expert opinions on certain topics. So what they'll do is they'll put a request out for uh, opinions on this, that, or the other topic. It can be anything under the sun. And you'll submit a paragraph with your information, with your website details. And if you write great content, what they'll do is they'll usually take some of those uh, quotes and use them in articles they're writing. You can get on Forbes, Entrepreneur, Inc., all these really notable websites that way, which are great for backlinks. And all you have to really do is just spend some time and submit some responses to some of these quote requests, basically, and you will get some backlinks. And also, if you are a founder or CEO, usually these are coming in the form of quotes. So you'll also get some notoriety and some clout because you will have your name out there featured in a noted publication. You can also pay for backlinks. You can pay for backlinks on websites. Some websites allow you to pay to submit articles. You can find them on a tool called Accessily. So Accessily.com. You can pay for articles to be submitted on various websites. Um, The more notable websites obviously are very expensive, whereas Harrow, there's a low monthly subscription cost to get access to Harrow, H-A-R-O, but it's relatively cheap. So these are different ways to get backlinks. And then also you want to uh, not just get backlinks because I that's that that's one thing that is very important because it's indicating that other trusted websites find your website trustworthy, but also try and do some internal linking as well. So if you have a blog, when you're done the blog, you can link to other blogs you've written on your actual site and you can be guiding the viewer of your website to other other parts of your site. So internal linking is important. External backlinking from other sites is extremely important. And now if you've taken the time to sort of understand the nuances of SEO, if you even start with some of the things that I mentioned today, you will have a good start. Although it's a very extensive field that you can go really deep into the weeds on, most people don't even focus on the things that I've spoken about today. So start there and you want to track your results. You can track your results with a variety of different tools. Mostly the most important tool is to look at the traffic coming to your website. You can also look at the keywords that you're ranking on. But I would say use Google Analytics, use Google Search Console. You can see the traffic over time. You can see which blogs are getting the most traffic, 
which is very helpful to see if the blogs with certain keywords in the title are attracting the right audience or attracting a large group of people. And then you can also see where you rank for certain keywords by using some of these tools. So you can see if you're ranking which page of Google your website's showing up on for certain keywords that you will hope eventually drive, uh, drive sales, drive eyeballs and drive sales. And at its core, that is SEO 101. There are more technical components that you will have to hire somebody who may have a little bit of web development expertise. There are non-technical components that you can take on day one. If you just figure out your keyword and your content strategy and your blog writing strategy, that alone will start to drive results. And the most important thing to remember with SEO is it is a long game and it will always pay off in the long run. It takes, in my opinion, minimum six months, more realistically 12 months to really see results with SEO. So start now even if it's just a little bit of content, a little bit of awareness of keywords and optimizing your site. And a year later, you'll be very happy with where you've come. Everybody who invests some time or money in SEO always, always is grateful they did so because that's when they have a constant predictable lead and revenue source versus when somebody doesn't and they're just going outbound and they have to always hunt to get that next deal. Invest the time now in one year, two year, five years, you're going to thank you're going to thank yourself for it. Anyways, this has been another 10 minute MBA. I hope this was valuable. Have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. 